Mike, okay. do you have AIDS? What happened? Why can't we record you? Well, because my audio is not correct. I literally <laughs> just joined one second ago. <laughs> Jesus Christ. My audio is not correct. Yeah, I gotta, I gotta move my rig around every single time we record, so it's never the same fucking setup that I had five minutes ago. <laughs> well, frustrating. I'm glad you're in such All a right, good mood. We're good. We're good <laughs> for the podcast. <laughs> I take it we are recording though, right? Hi everybody. We are. It was just going to be more difficult to to stop and restart. So I understand. You know, if necessary, we can just delete the beginning. We, no, no, no. We we'll, keep, we'll keep your tantrum in the in the episode. Probably. This is going to be your your. This is your Christian Bale moment. Fuck you guys. <laughs> I I hate you. <laughs> I was looking at the light. Oh, and how was it, eh? <laughs> oh, was it fucking good for you? <clears throat> Fuck you. Oh, good for you. <laughs> <laughs> he actually says, oh, good for he you. He does. That's the most memorable part of it. I, I was, I was, I was uh, looking at the light. <laughs> I was oh. shocked. Uh, I, w- I went through a YouTube uh, hole the other day, and I ended up watching... Do you guys remember... When David Letterman, uh, like, got caught up where he was like sleeping with his staff members, and yeah, all uh, of them, and then I think I assume, and then uh, like he got blackmailed for it. I don't so, remember him being blackmailed for it. So there were there were it happened like all in the same week, I, as I recall. But I go down this YouTube rabbit hole, and he basically addressed it on back to back episodes. The first episode, he was like. Uh, some some news has come to light that uh, uh, you know I've had uh, relations with uh, uh, some staff members and I'm you know I'm very sorry to my wife and uh, anyway we got a great show for you today Cuba Gooding <laughs> Jr. is here you know and then, and then I, yeah I remember that I remember that so, but so then the second episode he's like uh, so I, I get into my car this morning and there's a package and I open up the package and it says we have. Yeah, proof of these horrible things you did and, and this gentleman's blackmailing me and blah, blah, blah. And basically it was this big scandal, but he didn't take any time off of the show. Like, he he just, like, addressed it in, like, a five-minute moment in his show and was then like, and Mission Impossible 3 opens this weekend. <laughs> you know, <it's> like, <laughs> it was like he got Me too like, or he got caught in this huge scandal where he was, you know, sleeping with subordinates, cheating on his wife, and being blackmailed and didn't like skip a beat. It's just it was so crazy because it wasn't that long ago. I guess it was yeah. maybe 15, 20 years ago. But it no, didn't it was, doesn't it seem was, like it was that long. That is was one way to handle blackmail, though, is just immediately release Diffusing, the information. Yeah. And, sure, and yes. Yeah. Oh yeah, he did the yeah, right yeah. thing for sure. But it was still just like this, you know, if it happened to someone today, they're like done forever. Like that's your career. But you you slept with your staff members as a as a person in a position of power. Yeah, you know it's like you're gone. I think it depends on the people you slept with and what how they feel about it. Uh, you could. That's the problem though is that you can say it was consensual, but well, is it I'm, is I'm it ever talking about how they felt about it though? No, no, I'm, I, I know, but there's isn't there the whole stigma of even if they said it was consensual, can it ever really be consensual? If sure, if they're you're I mean, the if, t- boss. You know? If they're if they're like children or prisoners or slaves, then it could never be consensual. But 
if they're just adult human beings who work with you, of course it could be consensual. I, I guess I, I fail to see someone who would willingly have sex with a 65-year-old David Letterman. <laughs> For reasons other than you're my but rich boss and control my career. There's, I, I pl- be, there's, you know. there's plenty of reasons, including you're my rich boss, mm-hmm. <laughs> that make you attractive <laughs> to women. I'm just saying. it's. Uh, I, 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 I mean, what are you gonna do? I mean, you would sleep with him just for the story, Sean. Oh, I uh, know, I I would for sure. Yeah, just to get those sweet, sweet punchlines. If you're if you're a grown ass person, nobody's holding a gun to your fucking head. You could sleep with whatever other adult human being you want to for any reason. <laughs> Come on. And if if you have a bad reason, then it's your fault. Is that what you're saying? Only if you're forcing the other person to do it somehow. Forcing. Literally, (laughs) physically forcing someone to do it. Yeah, which is hardly ever the case. Or, I mean, just with rape. Obviously, threatening someone with their career is the same. Any kind of coercion is bad. Coercion. There's the word, yeah. Because it could be a positive coercion. It doesn't have to be threatening. It could be. Oh, you might have a bright future here in my pants, if yep, you know what I mean. That's definitely bad. <laughs> yeah, you can't say that anymore. Have you guys Have you guys ever <laughs> had uh, sexual relationships with your coworkers? Yes. No. Yes. Well, good talk. <laughs> many, many of them have been with coworkers. For me, anyway. I don't know. I married a coworker. Almost, yeah, almost all the ones I know That's of true. Are, are former, were, were current or former coworkers of yours. Of course, like. because you interact yeah. with them so often. Sure. Yeah, now yeah. I was never in a position. Well, okay, there's like one. <laughs> <laughs> there was like one or two times when I was That's the first. That's our episode. Tonight's loser boss. is Mike. <laughs> accidentally admitting to coercing a subordinate. She had a very bright future. In his pants. <laughs> his pants. But there was never. There, it was like I was making thirteen dollars an hour, and she was making like twelve seventy five an hour. I mean, it's uh, not like it. It's just not the same, you know. But I don't know. It's a pretty sizable, sizable difference. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you work a half a day. You have a dollar more than she did. Oh and there was God. never. There, there, it's it's so rare that the, the situation comes up where it's like, hey, for taxes, you had better. You had better suck my dick, <laughs> or you're in big trouble, Missy. You're yeah. in it. You're fired if you don't I, suck my dick. I, I, I can't know, I mean, even. How often does that happen? I, I can't even fathom Wait, you, someone you, you with big enough balls to do that. Power. <laughs> no, I didn't. <laughs> have hiring and firing ability. I, I can't even. I can't imagine. Even if I did have that power, I can't no. imagine. Ever coming at it from that angle, <laughs> and so confidently. <laughs> me, I don't know if I made myself clear, but I would put on that dumb voice, though. <laughs> uh, I'd like to meet you in my office for a moment, if you wouldn't mind. We have uh, your future to discuss. Your future between my legs. <laughs> There's two possible futures for you. One of them is. <laughs> Is one this a scene from the Matrix? <laughs> one of them starts between my legs and ends with you continuing to work at this company. <laughs> Mr. Anderson. <laughs> I just I mean you pretty much you pretty much have to do that for it to be coercion. Seriously. 
Uh, like it has to be clear. I don't know if it has to be that overt. It has to be fairly clear <laughs> that something's going to happen. Yes, yeah. Maybe not as verbose. There's got to be a tit for tat going on. There's definitely a tit. Yeah, at least one. Hopefully six or more. <laughs> That's way too many. <laughs> That's your whole department, Mike. <laughs> I don't have a department anymore. Oh, my God. <laughs> That's because of all the allegations. <laughs> So that's why you left the company. Uh, no. <laughs> uh, ooh. Yeah. All right. I just, I just think you know, you're you're surrounded by people all day. You, you hang out with them. You talk to them. I, it's it's inappropriate to have a relationship with the subordinate, but I don't think uh, it's I don't think it's necessarily always like cancel situation. You know, I, I, I agree. Think, I think I think there's a sizable percentage of people who meet their significant others or previous significant others at work because you are you're there for eight hours a day, five days a week. Oftentimes, that's I more wish I was time. at work for eight hours a day, five days a week. That would sure, be amazing. But, but so think about like the the waking hours. You know, say you get up at six and you go in work at with eight. All there's dudes. two hours, and then you go to bed at ten after you get home at five. There's five hours, so you got eight hours a day with your coworkers, seven hours at home with your significant other, and then you're asleep. You're with these people more than you are your wife or girlfriend or whatever. Yeah, sometimes. So that's why most of the time, that's why everyone that's should have affairs. That's what you're saying, e- right? Everyone, everyone should have affairs. <laughs> that's yeah. not exactly what I was saying. Oh, I just think it, it certainly makes it easy. No doubt about Sean it. Sean just winked at the camera. No, he didn't. <laughs> You asshole. Uh, I, yeah, have no, t- it would... I have to tell the listeners. <laughs> yeah, it would It would make it... I, I don't know that it would make it easier, though, because well, there's nowhere to go. You can't... I Even if I ever... Even if I wanted to have an affair, there's no... Like, logistically, it could never happen. There's, there's just, like... There's no time. I it's, There's never been a time when I could even get away with, like... Uh, I'm gonna be at the office <laughs> well, for an extra four hours tonight. Like I, well, my, my, my case, wife and I just communicate I, far too often. I, we, we both work from home, so for me it'd be like <laughs> it'd be even harder. I gotta, I gotta go. I gotta, I got a work <laughs> meeting <laughs> downstairs for two hours. I gotta leave now. Suddenly, for we're this meeting work meeting. It's at Chili's. I didn't, I didn't pick the place. They wanted to do it at Chili's. They wanted to do it at Chili's. <laughs> yeah, that, that way you're not lying. <laughs> Look. Uh, yeah. Build your own burger. Uh, well, my baby, big baby, big baby, big <laughs> Oh, yeah. I think, I guess uh, I think this should be the part of the show where we look at the names we've chosen for the evening. Um, oh, Sean yeah, is I, okay. Long Dong Cardass, uh, Calrissian. Long Dong Calrissian. Cardassian would have been equally interesting. <laughs> yep. That also would have worked. Sure. Uh-huh. Uh, I tonight I am farts Michelob. That's Michelob. <laughs> Why are you mispronouncing the name you wrote? Because <laughs> I farts farts hey, is also it would have been fine. Fats Michelob is fantastic though. That's a great name. No, notice Thank the you. creativity I chose tonight. And uh, also joining us this evening is Mike. Yeah. Hmm. I, last time I felt like I should 
I should prune it down to Mike, so I did, and then I came here and I see your fancy, your your fancy handles, and uh, <laughs> I feel fancy handles. I feel a little embarrassed now. I. <laughs> That's actually that's the name I was gonna use was Fancy Handles. <laughs> You're listening to a little nonsense where the conversation is competitive and the ads aren't real. I'm your host and moderator Joe Morical, aka Fats Michelob, aka Farts Michelob. With me as always, Sean Keller. Hi, I'm Long Dong Calrissian. AKA F- Fancy Handles. <laughs> and Mike Pareto. Hi, I'm Mike, a.k.a. I was going to say hate handles, and you you took it away from me with the fancy love, mm. fancy handles. This is a little nonsense. Should have come up with a more creative name. Yeah, it's really on you. I'm terrible at making names. <laughs> <laughs> I've always said like this is. I feel like this is like uh, opposite day with the with the names. The names, yeah. <laughs> Although you guys, you guys have, have brought some pretty strong name game. Yeah, I've lately. been I've been making an effort for about a month. Yeah, I've just never been good at it. And by but, effort, uh, I mean I, I just kind of typed in whatever came to my mind as I that's was. That's usually entering. yeah. That's usually a good idea. Yeah, you just go with the first. When thing. it comes to names, yeah, Fats mm. Michelope. <laughs> That's great. It is a great when name. you When you think Michelob, you think light beer. Well, we've got a new beer for you. Fats Michelob. <laughs> Fats Michelob. <laughs> I just like, hi, I'm 100 calorie beer. <laughs> hi, I'm Fats Michelob. And when my parents named me, they had no idea that I would soon become the spokesman for Michelob beer. <laughs> <laughs> Michelob Ultra. Pff. Fats Michelob. That's where it's at. Every 12-ounce can contains 4,000 calories. <laughs> Every 12-ounce can is six 12-ounce cans of Michelob Ultra. And the can is edible. Sugar. Speaking Pure sugar. of uh, products and uh, spokesmanship, let's hear, from, uh, let's hear from one of our sponsors. Uh, this episode of A Little Nonsense is brought to us by Hair Hats. <laughs> Do you look terrible in hats? But you need to wear one? Perhaps to keep the sun off of your head? Or cover up your misshapen skull horribly deformed by an accident or something? Mike, now we're talking. Try hair hats. They're hats that look like hair. (laughs) Feel confident that your head is covered. Covered by a hat. But it doesn't look like a hat. (laughs) <laughs> it looks like hair. No one will see your scalp riddled with burns and surgery scars when they're covered up with a hair hat. <laughs> Unless you take it off. <laughs> then they'll see. <laughs> then they'll all see. Then they'll all see. <laughs> <laughs> because that's how hats work. 
Hair hats are made with real human hair and styled into beautiful beehive hairdos. You can cover a lot with a hair hat. Anything that could be covered by hair. <laughs> or a hat. Available hair color range is limited by our current hair stockpile. Oh no. Oh, it's real hair. Hair hats. <laughs> Available in your grocer's freezer. <laughs> That's Ooh. the weirdest place to put it. <laughs> That's the worst place. You cold had me hair. until then. <laughs> yeah. well, it's, real, it's, real, it's real human hair, so they got to keep it fresh. No, what, yes. Do they? What they do is they 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 sweep up hair every day after work, and they, they sort it. They have children sorting them by color. <laughs> Why does it have to be and children? They, <laughs> and they store it in in freezer bags. You're probably right, Mike. You're about you're about sixty percent right. They're not sweeping it up though. Are you an organ donor? I am. Yes, I am an organ donor. Well, maybe that beard will get put to use later. Mm. That's true. So hair, it's just, hair, it just hair. comes from it comes from dead people. Cadavers. Hair is the largest organ in the human body. That's not true. That would be that would be the skin. Yep. Sean. No, no, the hair the hair there's the, the hair's on the skin. You're an asshole. <laughs> Can we get back to talking about how weird that ad was? <laughs> <laughs> No need to fixate on yeah, me being an asshole. <laughs> let's, uh, let's talk about the hair in the freezer. Let's take a break from talking about how weird that ad was to talk more about how weird it was. That makes perfect that sense. Picture, that picture I sent was from Flight of the Concords. Do you remember that? I, I do, do remember that. Hair Brett, helmet. Brett yeah. is spent, he spends like months putting together a helmet. It's like his greatest of, idea, isn't it? It sort of looks a little bit like his own actual hair. Yeah, so that when he puts it on, nobody, nobody could tell that he's wearing a helmet. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's, it's fooling everyone. Similar, it's very similar. It, it I, I guess. I mean, that's that's a hair helmet. Yeah, yeah. This episode is you know, it's not a by, hat. It's by hair hats. It's, yeah, it's a, different. A helmet it's a different is, thing. is more for protection. Yeah, it's more hats it is. That, that look like hair. And the hair hat is is nice because unlike uh, hair plugs or or uh, you know a, a woven in toupee, the the hair hat can just come right off. Yeah, you could take it off. Just you lay immediately. You just it could accidentally be knocked off. Just like head. any other hat. Yeah, and then they'll see. And they'll all see. <laughs> they'll all see. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Then they'll, then they'll all see. <laughs> I love it so much. It's very much informative and a threat, that line. <laughs> it, sounds, it sounds like it That should line is be. very threatening. It's, it sounds like it should be, but what are they threatening? Nothing. I, you know what? I don't even want to know. It's so scary. I'm so scared <clears throat> hearing that. Because that's how hats work. But what are they going to see? They're going to see what what embarrasses you like. your head. <laughs> They're going to see everything. Whatever, whatever's being covered up by the hair hat. I, is my video disabled for you guys? No, your video is disabled. <laughs> I, bo- both of your video, your incoming videos are disabled. So I think my internet is struggling a little oh, bit. Oh no, I'm disabled. FYI. So you can't see I'm us. Disabled. 
That's correct. I can't see you. That's, that's so weird. I can hear you just fine, clearly, but... Uh, For the uh, listener's benefit, Sean is flipping the bird with two fists at the camera. <laughs> that's they could be true. doing anything right now. They could be <laughs> showing me their genitals that I've been dying to see my whole life, and I wouldn't know, because I can't see it. Oh, dear that's God, I think it's happening. <laughs> I think it's happening right now. <laughs> Soon he'll see all of it. <laughs> yeah. Soon you'll see, he'll Mike. See. <laughs> you'll all see. You'll all see. <laughs> <laughs> mm. Well. <sighs> so should we... So should I think we, we, should, we should talk about the elephant in the room. I've lost a lot of weight, thank you very much. Come on. <laughs> How good does Joe look? Jesus Christ. I know. Fats Michelob. I can't I can't see him at all. He's gone. He's lost so much weight. It's I can't see Mike's literally. internet connectivity issues again. Yeah, that's definitely <laughs> Mike's Mike's connection. I'm still very visible for now. No, you look great. You look great though. You sent us a picture because you Ooh, uh, officiated back. Oh, you officiated the wedding recently, Joe, and you looked great. You sent us a picture you. of you all gussied up and yeah, you look like a million bucks. Thank you. I don't remember that at all. I was very drunk. We believe it. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, what I, better I really excuse to get I hammered I really haven't been drinking uh, for a while. And then I drank all of the scotch <laughs> in the world at that wedding. Uh, but you held it? You didn't scotch? say that. Yeah, did you, did you... You didn't, like... You didn't have any issues, huh? You didn't, uh... Well, Find the next two days weren't pleasant, but hmm. but but the night of you were good, you sure, were yeah. solid. Okay, were were the bride and groom happy with your uh, ordainment? Ordainment. <laughs> <laughs> were they happy with the script you wrote? <laughs> ordaining. Yes. yes, they. Uh, <laughs> you're they, you're they, ordaining. They loved their wedding. Uh, so did their guests. Everybody had a good time. And the brief ceremony was probably about six minutes, but. Did did you do the doves bit? Yeah, I did the doves bit. How did that go? It went over well, and the tell, best part, and the best. Okay, for the listeners, read, read, yeah, read for the, the listeners. Read uh, the yeah. So towards <laughs> the end the of the ceremony, uh, after I uh, spoke some very uh, seemingly heartfelt things about love that I stole from some novels and poems, mm-hmm. uh, and right before we got to the vows, <laughs> As most people do. Honestly. I shouted. Uh, while with my hand raised in the air, release the doves! <laughs> Did you find that there were people expecting doves to be released? Did they turn yeah, around? That's what I was about to say, is the number of people who looked around for the doves was fantastic. <laughs> then it worked. <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah, the uh, and then I explained, you know, of course, uh, according to the... Uh, city of Oakbrook, I couldn't release live birds so close to where food is served. So they were released off-site. But I assured the guests that they were released. <laughs> it would be really funny next time, Joe, to have, to have a, like a gigantic LCD screen prepared <laughs> to, show to, show, being released. to show to the show release the of Dove somewhere. Yeah. It could be just a video of Dove's yeah, it would have, like, it should be like not, obviously I'm not Australia. Buy there's doves like and then release. Them. <laughs> there's a hundred thousand doves being released. Like, yeah, it should be somewhere like Paris with like the Eiffel Tower in the background. Or 
The, the entire reason for the TV is just yeah. to show the doves being released. <laughs> I love a good bit, but that seems like a lot of setup. It, it does. Yeah, it is. It has it to be like your own wedding. I mean, that's... <laughs> I don't think I'm allowed to officiate much. those. No. Can, can we... No. Can I... Can Mike and I, like, co-officiate your wedding? <laughs> can I mean, we co-officiate? I was going to volunteer to just do it, but I feel like Mike would want to also do it. So I was trying to be nice. Representatives from two obscure religions, like... (laughs) (laughs) Sean is like the Zoroastrian priest, and I'm like... Mike signs as a Jedi Knight. (laughs) Yes. Yes. I come in, like, face paint and shit. Yeah, Joe's uh, unique hybrid faith—the Jedi Zoroastrian <laughs> faith. It's a small church. We only have three members. <laughs> two In of them the are world. <laughs> two of them are officiating this wedding, <laughs> <laughs> and I'm the third. <laughs> Whew. Yeah. Uh, well, that's awesome. What uh, what other elephants in the room are there, Mike? Should we should, should we announce that we're that we're canceling the podcast? <laughs> I think we should have a discussion about your suggestion earlier today. I, I would love to. I think we should bring it up on the podcast. Talk about it. Okay. I, it's not really the first time we've talked about it. No, it's, it's no. kind of come up. We've spitballed things akin it's to this come before. Up before. Yeah. So I think Sean, you should pitch your idea here. Yeah. So I, it just, uh, I was thinking that a change of pace might be nice, and we've talked before about how fun it would be to sort of LARP, uh, you know, a Star Trek type thing where we played uh, members, officers on a, a Star Trek uh, Starfleet bridge crew, and uh, you know, explored uh, space and. Uh, and uh, went to where no man had gone before, and <laughs> so we we just uh, try to figure out the logistics of what that would look like in podcast form, where you know we would all play multiple characters. Uh, you know, maybe we just have our uh, our established bridge crew, and then a couple of us play uh, some of the aliens of the week in in the episode, and um, trying to create something like that and see what happened. Maybe part improv, part prepared or, or written or outlined and uh, could be very interesting. I do wish that we could get feedback on the idea from people other if, than us. If only we had some way for people our, to reach our opinion, us. <laughs> our opinions are the only ones I'm terribly concerned with. That's true. And, yeah. and my opinion, just out of the gate, as the way it's been presented, is that this will be so much work it will be it, yeah. it will be a lot of work yeah, yeah. A, lo- a, lo- a lot a lot a lot of work. every every week's episode is going to be apart from the whole premise and getting that set up yeah and and then coming up with with pitches for the weekly episodes and developing our characters and i could go on about that but Apart from that, the editing, right? It's going to be, we're going to record an hour or so, and, and it's going to have to be cut down yeah. 
which it seems like, okay, well, we've got, you got an hour of material, you only have to do an hour of show, that's good, right? You've got plenty. But that means you gotta, you got to be more editorial, and you gotta, you got to make a lot of editing decisions. And then you got to do all the audio, you got to put everything together, you got to add sound effects, you got to add music, you got to add everything. Every yeah. episode. Yeah. 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 Um, it, it would be it would be a lot of it would be a lot of editing work, um, and that's uh, and it, as far as the world building and and what that looks like, you know Joe's got extensive experience as a DM, um, and I feel like if we and had he's the one, one who said it would be a lot of work. <laughs> no, yep. no, no, I know, I know. What, 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 what I'm saying, it. yeah, what I was what I was getting at though was that uh, you know we'd have to definitely have clearly defined roles. Um, you know, Joe's got experience with. Uh, pushing a story forward with multiple characters in in this type of setting, um, I, you know I've I've certainly got experience editing. Um, I don't know. I I think it would be. Uh, it's one of those things where you just you sometimes you make a change or you uh, drastically alter something, and then it gives you a new uh, sort of passion or motivation for it. And um, well, if I could make a suggestion, no, it's. Probably not. No, Joe. I'm not. <laughs> I'm not 100 opposed to the idea, but it might be better to do it like t- to record a few of these occasionally. Uh, maybe continue doing this show, but record a couple of these shows separately, maybe three or four of them, and edit them as as you can, you know, and release them as a separate show. I just I don't I don't see it being a replacement for this show unless we just like outright say, well we're done with this show we've got a new show it's called this you know like I, I don't see boldly goes it's a completely different show it is a different show uh, and I think not having a ton of pressure like we can keep re- releasing this show on a weekly basis and then as soon as those episodes are ready weekly has an asterisk at least lately <laughs> of course. <laughs> Yeah, and it will probably continue too for some time. But we could record those shows as we can and release. You know, we could edit them, and it could take three months, four months, but we could have five episodes ready to go and then release those. Here, you know, uh, here, here's something on a else. Basis, that, uh, see how people is like sort it. of like uh, what Mike has just described. Um, but. It's it's what I was planning to do eventually anyway, whether or not either of you wish to participate. Uh, at some point, I am going to start a Dungeons & Dragons actual play podcast. It's going to record once a month for four hours. Because that's th- three to four hours is about how long a D&D session should take. And then that will be chopped up into three to four episodes. Makes sense. So that uh, you know, that I think for a bunch of adults in their thirties, soon to be early forties, uh, you know, once a month is is fairly doable. I know. It, I I know. I don't have problem. I agree. I, I agree from a from a logistical uh, scheduling standpoint. Yeah. Um. Uh. As far as as far as the the idea that I was pitching where the episodes are serialized and and sort of formulaic where you've got 
a beginning, a middle, and an end to every single episode. Mm-hmm. Uh, th- that's something that I feel would be more difficult to do in a in a one time lengthy recording session. Whereas the what you just posited is, you certainly for that format of what you want to do makes sense because hey. You end the episode when you get to that story beat, and maybe the first episode's twenty five minutes, second episode's forty five, and you can't really. You well, know, I won't keep have the, the story beats length. written out per se. Right, right. They have to play out. They have to play out, you know, and yes. the story might go in a direction I didn't intend. Right. That happens. No, I I, I love that idea, and I, I'd love to be a part of that. Um, I think as, yeah, for, to do it, as for short... as for if it was something uh, like the show you were pitching when. Uh, when I, you remember my show, Mike, I, I believe you saw one of the nights, Improv and Dragons. Yeah, I did. Um, the, in an improvised format, if you, if you want to actually have a beginning, middle, and, and an end, what worked best for us was to, to have, for lack of a better term, a narrator. Now, improvised Star Trek doesn't, doesn't really do that. Just like an improv show, everyone's kind of trying to be cognizant of... You know how long the show is going, how it needs to wrap up. Make sure that you tie up the storylines that you've introduced if they're not going to be overarching. Right. Which I think is what Sean is looking for. Yeah, right. I think so. I, I think you need me to see for... if I can introduce you to the cast of Improvised Star Trek. I mean, now that IO is closed. Uh... Well, I just I I feel it'd be a different animal though. I because again I I feel like this is something where. You know, hey, Mike's sitting on this idea for uh, a Star Trek episode he would have loved to have seen. Hey, they go to this planet where XYZ happens. And then that's the outline that, you know, if we decide like, okay, Joe, you're the sort of DM for that. It's Mm. not that we have to we have to make rolls with a die. It's that, okay, we know that. Well, it's just we know that this is the outline of that story. And so we can we can be pushed in that direction, you know. I do think I could probably put together like 20 short pitches of Star Trek episodes that I'd like to see. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I mean, I, I don't think we would I have any be pretty easy. problem. Yeah. But but doing it is a different story. Uh, <laughs> we've had issues, you know, we've tried to do, or we have done improv on this show before, and we've we've run into issues with pacing, you know, sure. in, the, in the past, and getting from point A to point B and getting distracted. And that's something that's going to happen, you know, without... A, well, there's alcohol, the fact that we don't practice yeah. or rehearse. Uh, right. I, I, I actually... Alcohol. I think, I think that's all I think that's all bullshit. Cause I, I and think also, it, I the, think point, a, the point of, like, editing Nightmare Theater wasn't actually for the story true. to story. be exactly. really. Well, that's, that's part of the reason <clears throat> I think it's all bullshit, is that I just think if we're playing a game within a show... And we know that it's a game, like, we're not going to give it the same level of focus that we would if we said, hey, we're recording this narrative-driven, you know, yeah. podcast. Like, I, I just think well, it's different. Well, I'm not opposed to trying it. I think maybe we could try it and see if it works. Listen, if you, if you want to do, like, a pilot, I'm on board. Yeah, I think we should, I think we should do it. My primary do, reluctance... Though, like, is, we should is, do a pilot. It seems like a, a lot of a lot of fucking. I work. just I wouldn't if we're gonna do a pilot. I would record it separately from this show, and I would not have a burden of time on when it has to be ready. Sure. Because yeah, I, I I agree with that second part. I think that we could, you know, bank 
10 episodes over the course of a year and then just release them weekly once they're all done. Uh, there's no, no reason we can't do that. Yeah, if you can yeah. be in like your sixth year of recording Bagged and Boarded and not <laughs> be on the second season, we can take as We're much time as we done. want. Yeah, yeah We're I, I, almost I think, done. I think that's a good way to approach it because I agree. Then, then all of that pressure to like have the episode ready... That's yeah. that's what's really going to stress you out. <laughs> I yes. say you because no, that for really, sure. you're going to be doing the editing. I and that's that's again if if Joe I'll wanted to take over, if 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 Mike was like an ideas man of hey here's an interesting scenario and Joe is the guy of here's how we keep it all together and move along and also you know what I thought was interesting that I don't know if I relayed to you guys earlier was like. Say that we have an episode outline, right? Uh, and the outline is we go to planet Zarkon. Um, we could each come in with our own individual things that we run by Joe. So, like, I could tell Joe in a separate message, hey, my character just got a message that his dad died and got a new pet squirrel. And Mike could come into Joe and say, hey, this is what's going on with my character. And, like, we can have these different things happening in the main, you know, uh, A story of the episode. Like, it's so however this, we wanted the, to do it. So the episode is just an A story? Is that no, no, that's what I'm saying. It's like we have the through line. We have that main A story. But then if we wanted to have, like, character development or B plots along the way, have to, all we have yeah. to do, yeah, of course, then all you have to do is just, like, I'm either going to spring this on you guys mm. or I'm going to give this to the DM and see if it factors in or if it's something we should hold off for another episode or, you know, whatever. Like, Joe would essentially be, I guess, the showrunner. It depends on how we wanted to divvy it up. But yeah. if we did all of that, then I would be happy to take on the responsibility of, you know what, I'll just edit all of it, especially if there's no time frame involved. Yeah. Because then, because that's a lot of work one way or another. Sure. And I well, think, it's uh, it's certainly something we can play with. I, I'll I'll consent to a pilot. So we'd have to. We gotta get a we gotta get another sponsor in here. Okay, uh, I'll, be, Sean. I'll be the pilot. Okay. <clears throat> it's three a.m. You're awakened by the sound of your blaring alarm from the motion sensor downstairs. You fumble with your glasses as your security monitor as your security monitor rises from the bedside table, only to see three masked men with large guns setting charges to burst through the terrace gate. A bright flash, a low rumble, and they're in. It's a serious house. Now you and your partner have got about three minutes to get the kids to safety before the assassins find their mark. Three minutes. That's not nearly enough time to choose. One of Elmoy Fiker's themed panic rooms. <laughs> Will you rush what? your kids into the Toon Room, filled with all their favorite characters of the silver screen, or will you hurry your wife into the romantic Tropics Room, filled with all the scenic beauty of the Bahamas? With Elmoy Fiker's custom-themed panic rooms, the only panic you'll face is deciding. <laughs> <laughs> Elmoy Fikers. <laughs> that's his name. What are you gonna do? That's his fucking name. Uh, Elmoy that's Fiker. His name. Elmoy yeah. Fiker. Elf Elfoy Miker. No, no. El Elmoy. Elmoy, Elmoy Fiker. Fiker. I believe it's. I believe it's Japanese. Yeah, it sounds. It sounds like. 
Probably not Japanese. Could be Cantonese. It might be Cantonese. I'm going to go with, like, space. He's from space. (laughs) (laughs) He's got one of them space names. Mm. That's a a space name if I've ever heard one. Sure, And that's the name of this episode. (laughs) (laughs) Episode 114, (sighs) Elmoy Fiker? Question mark? Elmoy Fiker. One, this is episode 115. (laughs) Guys, it's a sign. My my watch just reset its face to Elkars. Ooh, look at that. (laughs) That's a sign. It is a sign. I didn't do that. I didn't do that. Hmm. Must have been Elmoy Fiker who did that. Ghosts. Maybe. Well, he's in Alien space. ghosts. Space ghosts. That's an episode. That's going to be an episode. Space ghosts? Because those are always so good, the ones with the space ghosts. <laughs> but but they're, like actually, that, they're actually aliens, though, Like right? that one where Beverly falls in love with that ancient family space ghost. <laughs> what, the, what is the name of that episode? It's horrible. Um, <laughs> it's like... <laughs> Oh, it's on the tip of my tongue. I am going to find uh, it. Pretty sure that she won an Emmy for that episode. She should never win an Emmy for anything. She's, <laughs> she's terrible. Shots Ooh. fired, Gates McFadden. <laughs> I'm sorry, Gates. I'm sorry, Gates. <laughs> Gates. Space name. Gates. <laughs> yeah, that is the space, space name. name. Gates. <laughs> No, I, I I like her I like her better than Pulaski. Uh, Gates McFadden. <laughs> Who names their kid Gates? It's like, what would you exactly. like to have written on the birth certificate, ma'am? And she's like looking around the room, like, uh, and she looks out the window. She just happened to Gates. deliver the child in the front garden. Ah, here yes. it is. It's it's potentially the lowest rated episode of the series. Surprising oh nobody. Dr. Crusher meets the man in her dead grandmother's life when she tries to put her affairs in order, whom one of the local people warned her to stay away from by not lighting a candle that has been lit for generations. <laughs> what? Wait a minute, what? God, who wrote that? It doesn't even make sense. Light, That's someone who didn't that want to work lit. for Star Trek anymore. <laughs> Wanted to the show Enterprise off their range. The Enterprise visits a colony which recreates the Scottish Highlands where Dr. Beverly Crusher's very old grandmother is buried. (laughs) Why? Captain Picard accepts Governor Maturin's invitation to stay and help repair the storm-damaged power supply. Her best friend, Ned Quint, warns against an heirloom and the ghost of her lover, Ronan, in general, about whom Granny's diary is extraordinarily explicit. Beverly spends some time in the house she inherits and has an incredibly intense experience of dream contact with the lover. Gradually, she learns more about her inherited virtual lover. Thus, Ned's warning starts to make sense. But only after he got himself killed, trying to sabotage the Enterprise. This is the longest synopsis <laughs> ever. Is, this, is there more? <laughs> no, that's this is it. just the whole oh, plot. Oh my god. Seriously. What was it called? Sub Rosa. Sub Rosa, yes. Yeah. Mm. Oh, that's a god awful episode. Terrible episode. I mean, it sounds great. There are some Beverly centric episodes that are good. Well, yeah, absolutely. Uh, But I think that is 
hands down the worst episode oh, of the wow. next generation. Is that the tab the Tabula Rosa? Uh, is that the lost episode, Mike? What's what's the that's what's well, Tabula Rasa? No, yeah, that's different. that's not the worst episode that ever. Means what am Blake I thinking Slate. of? Yeah. What am I thinking of? The, You're thinking of the the Nikki and Paolo episode. I know, I am. I'm trying um, to think of the name of it. It's uh, the what? It, Nikki and Paolo episode of Lost. Oh. oh, it's it has a name. It's like isn't isn't Billy D. Williams in that episode? He is expose it's expose expose. Thank you. Okay, sorry. I t- yeah, Tabula Rosa. Tabula Rasa. Sorry, Tabula Rasa different. was a different episode. Yeah, and a, actually a good episode. A good one, yeah. Loss. Yeah. Anyway, Expose. Sorry. Not great. Not great. Um, yeah. But only because it, it introduced characters nobody gave a shit about, really. Like, they, they were there, but nobody really cared. Right. But what are the, can you imagine the, uh, the regret of uh, Damon Lindelof, Carlton Cuse? They they're huge Star Wars fans, and they they contact Billy. They're D one and, episode with, uh, and then yeah. he's like, "Yes, I'll do your show. It sounds great." And he comes, he's on set, and <laughs> well, then this is, it's the this is the episode you want me to do your show. <laughs> it's the worst <laughs> episode in seven seasons of the show. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if it is like objectively the worst episode, or if it's oh, just kind of. The one with by fans to be the worst because the only other episode that would be worse would be the one with Bai Ling and the tattoo that Jack gets. Right, that tattoo that is that it's actually Matthew Fox's tattoo that they had to like for some yes. reason they decided to but, work but wait, it into Mike, the show. We have to we have to stop because Joe's head has yeah, shrunken to the size of a normal person's head by the, by us having this conversation. <laughs> I just I just care so little about everything you're saying. That is okay. So that is a bad episode, and it introduces a character, Sean. I don't know if you remember the warden. Do you remember that? I don't remember that. that. It's like this blonde this blonde woman who's like in charge. She's like the security. She's like the security chief for the others, and she's there. <laughs> I don't remember that. For like one episode, and then I guess they decided she was boring. So they super just... super gay. <laughs> yeah. Well, now you've guaranteed it's not going to end up on the show. So good job. Uh, I'm sorry. We uh, the critics decided that you were super gay. <laughs> so we're not going to air that. Anywho's. Yeah, that's a that's a bad one. All right. Okay. No more Lost, I guess. I, <laughs> no more, no lost, more lost is is such a current, relevant show that everybody <laughs> cares about. Uh huh. You'd think we could talk about it all day. But... Oh, I know for a fact that you could. Oh, we could. Yeah. Yeah. I could. Yes. Yeah, so Sean that's why, introduced that's me. That's why to you've it. received ten points. Oh Jesus Christ! I did. I guess I, I lose. Feel like you brought us down this Spoiler path. Spoiler alert, but everybody! <laughs> spoiler alert! Oh, God damn it! You have been alerted to the spoilers that will follow. Spoilers, which you have been alerted to, and will absolutely spoil things for you. And everyone within earshot of your preferred podcast listening device will begin shortly. I sure hope you aren't still listening, <laughs> expecting things to not be spoiled for you, because they will. In three. Because they will. Two. One. They will be. 
Spoiler alert, Mike is this week's loser. Well, that's a good thing I'm not one of them. Uh, Mike, <laughs> why don't you, uh, Believable. Why, don't you, why don't you read your ad? All right. Penis <laughs> disease medicine. <laughs> Itchy penis. Penis disease medicine. Leaky penis. Penis disease medicine. Red penis. Penis disease medicine. Purple and yellow penis. Penis disease medicine. Pus filled boils on your purple and yellow penis. Penis disease medicine. <laughs> Struggling with depression because of your itchy, leaky red, purple and yellow, pus filled, boil ridden penis. Penis disease medicine. <laughs> Has your depression led to thoughts of suicide? Penis disease medicine. Have you fallen into a state of despair only cured temporarily by drugs or alcohol? Penis disease medicine. <laughs> Have you now transcended your physical form following the ritualistic sacrifice of your body <laughs> recommended and performed by a Satanist cult? Penis disease medicine. Has your ghost been haunting your stepmother because she humiliated you at your mom's funeral by joking in her eulogy about your decision to wear the Spider-Man pajamas your mom gave you when you were seven? <laughs> and then she divorced your dad a year later because he lost his job and had to work for a few months as a cashier at Costco? Penis disease medicine. <laughs> Has your stepmother organized a seance to rid herself? And her new, better family of your ghostly presence. <laughs> and it's it's kind of starting to work. And no matter what you do, the physical world retreats and fades from your senses. And your mind begins to calcify into a complacent indifference to all that you used to know. Penis disease man. <laughs> Has your soul now been eternally condemned to a chain-bound existence? In an ancient and timeless prison guarded by hellhounds and harpies. Penis disease medicine. <sighs> Penis disease medicine. It makes things better. <laughs> Some pretty amazing like, stuff. It's a cure-all, really. Yeah, assuming it really works. Oh, it, oh. Here's, ho here's hoping, because I have all of those symptoms. So you're every single one of them. You're currently rotting in a in a a, a hellish prison. I said all of them. Surrounded by hellhounds and harpies. He did every say single all of one. Them. Yeah. Okay. All right. If Mike, needs his, if Mike if Mike needs to have a shot, fucking ears cleaned out. Penis disease. Sean, Sean, don't worry. <laughs> Pretty soon. What? He'll see. They'll all I'll see. see. They'll all see. <laughs> 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 yep. <sighs> Good God. Do you see, and maybe only some of you see, penis disease medicine? <laughs> Soon, they'll all see. <laughs> penis disease medicine. Yep. PDM. <laughs> <laughs> Brought to you by 
the met the medicine builders of America build yeah. medicine. Medicine builders, <laughs> <laughs> we build your medicine. <laughs> We're the medicine builders. <laughs> Every time a Cubs player hits a home run, medicine builders will donate fifty cents towards kids with cancer. <laughs> medicine builders <laughs> and there's a deep drive to left field it's out of here it's a medicine builders home run medicine builders <laughs> uh, I feel like I've been transported back to 1994 where that, that company and commercial could exist I'm feeling, I'm feeling like my ad should have been for medicine builders now. <laughs> This is a regret. <laughs> the seventh inning stretch brought to you by Medicine Builders. Medicine Builders. <laughs> Every time a Cubs player swings the bat, Medicine oh, Builders donates $49 to Cars for Kids. <laughs> oh, medicine no. Builders. Don't do it. Don't do it. 1-877-CARS-FOR-KIDS. Oh, oh, Jesus Christ. And builders. So, uh, so stupid about building medicine. <laughs> they build... Someone's got to build the medicine. That's the tagline. Medicine builders. Someone's got to build the medicine. <laughs> Ooh, oh. Yep. And uh, that's our me. episode. And oh, Jesus. With a score of 10, Mike is this week's loser. What oh, a fucking man. surprise. Spoiler yeah. alert. As this week's loser. <laughs> spoiler alert. <laughs> you have been alerted to the spoilers that will follow. I mean, he said it, so I had to. I did. Yeah. I know. I did it as the As too. the loser, Mike has to donate $20 to medicine builders. <laughs> Well, if anybody's going to get my hard-earned money, it's medicine builders. <laughs> medicine builders. <laughs> they build all of the world's <laughs> best medicine. <laughs> they sure do. From the ground up. <laughs> I have been and shall continue to remain Fats Michelob. <sighs> I'm Long Dong Calrissian. And I'm just Mike. This week's loser. Have a great week. Medicine builders. <laughs> we build, build the medicine tomorrow. <laughs> oh God! Building the medicines of today, <laughs> tomorrow. That shit, that shit killed me. Oh my God! Building the medicines of today, tomorrow. <laughs> we'll get to it later. <laughs> Exactly. Today is a holiday. <laughs> <laughs> These things take time. <laughs> we haven't quite figured it out yet. <laughs> Medical trials are expensive. <laughs> Cancer is tricky. <laughs> <laughs> is copyright 2019 by its hosts. All ads are meant to be humorously fake. 
any resemblance to a company, person, or other entity, real or imagined by someone else, is either entirely coincidental or purposeful parody. If you have a question, comment, or discussion topic, you can email us through the mailhole. That's mailhole at littlenonsense.com. You can find more episodes and anything else related to the show at littlenonsense.com. And now that the end of show business is concluded, I'll kindly ask, Sean, would you please take us out? Little nonsense now and then is relished by the wisest men. A little whimsy here and there is often very necessary. Mingle a little folly with your wisdom and you could be jolly. Since now and then is relished by the wisest men. The seventh <laughs> inning stretch brought to you by Medicine Builders. Medicine Builders. <laughs>